Co. Hello, and welcome to Pleasanton Science Circles podcast. I'm your host, Arya. I'm your co-host, Ashani. And I'm your other co-host, Devon. So this week, we're going to jump into a bunch of very interesting topics surrounding extraterrestrial life beyond Earth. We're going to start with the Fermi Paradox, which is um, a very interesting theory that centers around two different parts. First, that there are many areas within the solar system, within, I guess, the universe that are potentially habitable. And second, that we don't actually know for sure that they are habited. So the first part is that there are many places that could exist because if Earth is just one example of an area that life is possible on, there should be other places there because there's so many other different galaxies that have so many different stars that could be just as good as our sun at supporting and so many other planets that could potentially support life just as well as Earth does. However, we don't actually have any communication with aliens. We don't um, see any conclusive evidence that they exist. So although we've been um, looking for evidence for years, at least since the 1960s, we still haven't found anything. So there are a lot of theories as to how and why the Fermi Paradox is able to exist. Um, one is that we just don't have the proper um, technology to reach these aliens. We, we have tried to put out radio signals in the past, but it's just not strong enough to actually broadcast our location properly. And other theories are that, um, that extraterrestrial communities may be um, possible, but perhaps they're not intelligent. So perhaps another uh, world similar to Earth could have an animal similar to, say, bacteria or algae. So it could have life. However, that life not, may not have progressed enough to become um, actually intelligent like humans are, and therefore they cannot communicate with us or broadcast their location. Um, it could also be that this intelligent is simply non-existent. Um, we just don't know. And the thing is, the conditions on Earth have been very specifically created to allow life to develop. So we've had all these, we've had like primordial soup, we've had the Cambrian explosion, we've had all those different parts of our um, evolution that allowed life to evolve. But who knows if those conditions were possible on other planets. So now we're going to segue into a little more of a specific um, theory and Devonch will introduce that. So there's a theory that purports to solve the Fermi paradox, and that's called the dark forest theory. The theory postulates that there are a ton of species, intelligent species, in the universe. They're everywhere. Just like Earth, Earth isn't special. We're just one of millions, billions, trillions of species, some of which are less advanced, but some of which are far more advanced than our own. However, the dark forest theory says that the reason none of those civilizations have ever been detected by us and the reason none of or we haven't been detected by other civilizations is that they don't want to be detected quite simply the universe is a dark forest each person in the each civilization in the universe 
is a person within the, that dark forest, a hunter within that dark forest. The reason that we never want to show ourselves to the universe and the reason we can't see anyone is because they are deliberately trying to keep quiet. If we see another civilization, our best interest is to eliminate them and destroy them completely immediately because if we attempt to communicate with them, they may be malicious and we have no way of figuring that out. Even if they're much less powerful than us, in a short time, the amount of time it takes for us to tell them we're good, they might be suspicious and they might have a technological leap of sorts that lets them immediately and completely destroy our civilization without much effect to them. Therefore, enslave our civilization, therefore helping them. Therefore, the best, the, the only reason we can't see anyone in the universe is because the universe is a game of hunger games and we never ever want to show ourselves in the universe. Um, so my question there would be that why can't we just be compassionate and kind and, and avoid the violence and just be friends with everybody? The reason we can't be friends with everyone is because we don't know how they think. Imagine your, the human civilization as an ant. We are literally ants on an anthill and they, the entirety of human civilization is a single ant. And you go into the face of a god, a civilization that can control galaxies and even universes at its will. However, the thing about our civilization is that we as ants can in a very short period of time become a million trillion times more powerful. So we can become so powerful that we destroy the gods themselves. So the only thing, because there's no way to communicate from the gods to the ants, there's nothing that we can do to, we think so differently and we don't understand the other, other civilization that we can't be friends with them lest they immediately destroy us. We don't know how they think. We don't know what they think. So there's no way to say that they're friendly or they're malicious. So all of this is rooted in uncertainty where um, we don't want to take that risk. So isn't there a way to like, just, just be friends that way we don't have to annihilate anyone and we don't have to be annihilated. We, the communication could be solved with like faster communication. If, if um, people, if the civilizations have technological booms and have all of these fancy um, gadgets and weapons and everything, then surely they could find a way to communicate and, and just be, be kind. So I think the premise here is that uh, the, the, the premise of communication is incredibly difficult, first of all. But second of all, the universe is a sheer numbers game. Sure, it's uncertainty. And you might have a few benevolent civilizations, but you don't need just a few benevolent civilizations because if you are okay broadcasting your location to the universe, that means you just need one semi-powerful civilization 
because Earth is so weak, because Earth can be crushed so quickly, we're all on a single planet. We can be destroyed by literally the flick of a wrist of a more powerful civilization. You just need one of those, one of the millions or the hundreds of trillions of civilizations that exist in the universe to make the decision that we're too dangerous to be left alone. And that's the crux of this entire argument, that you have to keep yourself hidden, you have to hide yourself well, and you have to uh, cleanse or destroy other civilizations lest they destroy you. So is there a way to just hide ourselves without having to engage in all of this warfare? Because we have so much going on on our own planet. There's no way that we can spare all of these resources to fight these huge, powerful civilizations. Well, the point isn't to fight because the huge powerful civilizations uh, essentially will leave us alone if they don't know where we are. And it's because the universe is so ridiculously massive, uh, it's incredibly hard to actually find a civilization if you don't broadcast yourself in some way. Therefore, the best thing for us to do is just to hide ourselves. If our location is compromised, however, uh, there are some very interesting things that we could do that are rooted in science fiction. But the premise of one of them is you're essentially making it so that within your solar system, light travels slower than the uh, speed you need to get out of the solar system. So you will never be able to get out, out of your solar system. You are completely safe and no civilization would ever touch you. So this is a very interesting way to explain the Fermi paradox, where um, there are civilizations out there, but we don't know because everybody's hiding themselves. And then once they get somewhere, they just they destroy them. So it's it's morbid, yeah. Um, if if this is true, would we even want um, extraterrestrial contact? Oh no, not at all. We we actively do not want extraterrestrial contact. And I think even the possibility of this being true means that we should try to cease our search, or not our search, but like our own effort to put ourselves out into the universe. Because the essentially the chance of us, uh, the, the, the consequences to the human race are so great that even the possibility that one civilization that comes across us as powerful and malevolent means that even if this theory is 1% true, even if parts of this theory are true and parts are not, we should not be broadcasting ourselves into the universe. And I think that's the takeaway from this, that yes, we should continue searching for ex extraterrestrial life, but we need to stop broadcasting ourselves into the universe because we might not be the only ones, and that might be a bad thing. Okay, so we should not be taking all of these risks and exposing ourselves in case there are malevolent civilizations out there who would take advantage of that. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, the conclusion of our podcast. Thank you all for listening to the episode. We hope you tune in for more uh debate style or question style podcasts and let us know how do you think this one went and what do you want to see in future podcasts